Moon with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time and, while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com. Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, Andrew. This is Chuck Morse, live Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time, here at the Information Radio Network. You're welcome to join the program. 844-439-1391 As we conduct an open line segment here What is on your mind this afternoon, eh? Um, I've got a guest coming up in hour number two That being Daniel Halper Who is the author of a new book about the Clintons And um, what they're up to I mean, it's primarily, he's a, he's a writer with the Weekly Standard. Um, his book is called Clinton, Inc. It talks about the business of Clinton and um, basically how they've um, made a few bucks along the way, for sure, <laughs> in terms of, uh, and the, the hallmark of them, I think, has been their, I, I would argue, quite shameless ability to uh, to use their, their positions in public life to uh, to make personal profits, and the fact that they they're not called upon that, I think has everything to do with the fact that they're liberal. Can you imagine if they had been conservative and uh, and had done that? I mean, Mitt Romney. Let's take a look at that. There's somebody who did not make his profits from public life. He did not use his positions in public life to make a buck or two from special interests. He did not get millions of dollars in advance. For his books, no. Mitt Romney made his money the old-fashioned way. He did it through the private sector, for better or for worse. He did it by um, taking risks and creating goods and services, and by uh, sort of trying to ascertain uh, what was best to go forward. Some of his decisions were wrong, but that's uh, it's part of life, you know. People don't realize that uh, we don't live in a utopia. We're not perfect beings. We can't predict the future. Only God knows the future. Only God knows the all truths. And so we in the private sector, we try to get ahead and pull ourselves up on our own bootstraps. Anyway, so that's what that's what this book is about. It's about Clinton Inc. 
um, all the, the, the you know the the little corruptions along the way that uh, made the Clintons who they are. I don't have much to say today about the Israel-Hamas war because it was a very difficult weekend. There were there's a loss of ten Jewish lives, which I, I mourn. And I think that all Jewish people and others of goodwill and uh, around the world also mourn. The added difficulty around that was that of those 10 lost Jewish lives, and they were military men and women, which meant they were fighting for their country and for survival of the state, nine out of 10 of them were lost on Israeli soil. So it shows that Hamas, even though it's under siege, is bringing the war to Israel. And that Israel, I, I pray, is taking stock of the situation and doing what needs to be done, what any normal, sane, sovereign nation would do, which is to expunge the source of the um, of the attacks on its people and on its property. And my understanding from looking at the Debka file, which is supplied by Israeli intelligence, is that Israel now recognizes that in order for them to win this war, which they have to do, unless they want to have constant barrages of missiles flying into the country, and people emerging from tunnels deep inside of Israel dressed as Israeli soldiers with carbines, killing as many Jews as possible, uh, including one that was built right under a kindergarten, by the way. Unless that's what they want to deal with, they're going to have to win it. And in order to win it, I think it's been recognized that they're going to have to get at that rat's nest underneath the city of Gaza, the nerve center, the the command and control, the brain of the entire Hamas outfit, which uh, is a very sophisticated, according to sources that I've looked at on Debka file, a very sophisticated network of tunnels that includes the very uh, you know the cutting edge equipment and, and and monitoring devices. They've got they've got uh, listening devices sneaking up out of private homes and going up antennas from these tunnels so that they can spy on Israel and look at what Israel's up to. And I think that um, Israel has to move forward and get the job done, and they should not listen to the treacherous uh, John Kerry, who, as Secretary of State, He's supposed to represent American interests, of course. Why is he poking his nose into this and, and trying to stop Israel from engaging in this act of self-defense? What possibly could be gained in any possible positive way by giving sanction to Hamas, which was listed on the American foreign terrorist list by and signed with documents signed by President Bill Clinton in 2000, in 1998. Why should Israel have to make some sort of a peace with them? Why should they even be discussed on that plane? 
I mean, I don't even like the fact that last night I saw an interview with Charlie Rose, who flew out to Qatar to interview uh, Marshall, who is the uh, the head of Hamas, and who is out in Qatar, not in Gaza. And, you know, it's the usual double talk. I mean, basically, he will not recognize Israel's right to exist. I don't see what sort of conversation, therefore, can be had. Um, Israel certainly did recognize the Palestinian entity on Gaza. In fact, uh, Charlie Rose actually brought that up. And I thought it was the one moment when Mashal, who was talking like a machine gun, actually slowed down for a second. Um but it's just the usual stuff. You cannot give. I don't think Israel is operating in its own interest by giving any of that any 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 leeway at all. So anyhow, or as my grandmother used to say, any who, you're welcome to join me, 844-439-1391. What is on your mind this hot and sultry summer day, huh? 844-439-1391. I am hard at work on my book, Why You Hate Jews, and it is a fascinating piece of research. I've just finished my chapter on the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. I am now launched into my next chapter, which is called Jewish Bankers. Each chapter, it's almost like writing an entire book. The book is now over 50,000 words. It's huge, much bigger than I thought it would be. I mean, one of the reasons is that I, I, I think I copy, I, I know I did copy probably about 5,000 words out of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion for that chapter. But nevertheless, it is huge, and I'm not even done with the Jewish Bankers chapter yet. I still have to write the Hitler chapter. I have to write the Bolsheviki chapter. I've got the Zionism chapter, and then I've got the Islamic chapter, which I'm, I'm thinking of actually not writing. I might combine that into the Zionism chapter. We'll see. But, I mean, it's turning into a pretty big book. This is becoming a major manuscript. I've got an agent out there who is shopping it around. I've got publishers who are interested. This is, uh, you know, you, you can't get more topical than a discussion about anti-Semitism and where its origins are. You know, given the fact that it's not only on the increase in the world, as according to an ADL study, over a million, over a billion people in the world are anti-Semites. Now that study is obviously unscientific. It's impossible to do a worldwide survey, but I think that it rings true. I think it's probably true. I would think that it's pretty accurate, maybe even underestimated. And that that anti-Semitism, I mean, first off, we take a look at the Arab and Islamic world. Anti-Semitism is absolutely rampant. And there you've got, you know, I don't know, I mean, how many people, how many, maybe a half a billion right there. Um, that anti-Semitism is manifesting itself now in the ugliest ways as, as, uh, the Islamists and the pro-Hamas people try to op- oppose Israel's attempt to suppress them which is a legitimate operation, of course. But um, but what's particularly troubling is you've got nincompoops on the left, including subtly peeps, people in a subtle sense, uh, siding with Hamas. 
showing anti-Israel and therefore anti-Semitic views. And I do not separate the two. I think it's the same thing. And they are doing it by buying into one of the oldest anti-Semitic canards known to man, which is that the Jew is responsible for committing acts of atrocity against the non-Jew. It, it, it's basically a, a recapitulation of the, the idea that uh, Jews were using the, the, the blood of Christian babies to bake bread in the, in the Middle Ages. It's a blood libel. This idea that Israel is deliberately trying to kill innocent non-Jewish people in the state of Israel. And the fact that this would be touted by, I mean, I get the fact that, that Hamas wants to say that. I get that. And I get the fact that the Palestinian Authority wants to say it. They're at war with Israel. They're upset. <laughs> I mean, this is a, a fight between two people for one tiny scrap of land. Even though I think they're dead wrong, I get it. What I think is particularly curious, however, is that we've got leftists in this country saying the same thing and doing it without even a second thought in this country and in the rest of the world. And they're even more hateful than the Muslims who actually have a legitimate case. You know, I mean, I attended one of these rallies myself with my own daughter, my 14-year-old daughter. We went together to a pro-Hamas rally outside of the Boston Public Library here in my hometown. And, you know, the, the crowd was divided between people who appeared to be Middle Eastern in appearance, uh, and they were certainly rallying and they were angry, but, you know, they, they seemed actually fairly reasonable. And American campus leftists, you know, the same old motley crew of people, you know, with, the, with their gray ponytails and their, their, their angry, twisted faces, and their ashen expressions, they were the ones who looked angry. They were the ones whose faces were twisted in hatred. Not the, not the Muslims. So what that tells me is that there is something bigger going on here because what exactly are they angry about? Do they really think that Israel is committing murderous atrocities against innocent people? I mean, are they, have they not noticed? Let's just put aside. Well, we'll be right back. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 
1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did, and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen, whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. So anyway, getting back to the blood libel against the Jews. By the way, you're welcome to join me, Chuck Morse, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. 
844-439-1391. Daniel Halper will be with us in our number two. He is an art writer with Weekly Standard, and he is the author of Clinton, Inc., which um, is, um, you know, he says here, the Clintons have been loyal to one person, Chelsea. So perhaps it's no surprise that she's now Hillary's virtual campaign manager. Anyway, the blood libel against the Jewish people is being uh, committed by, not by the, exclusively by Hamas or the uh, Arab apologists and sympathizers of Hamas and the, uh, the, the, the Arab movement to destroy Israel. But it's also being committed by segments of the world that harbor anti-Semitic views. And those segments are mostly people on the far left. There are some, of course, on the far right, as those terms are conventionally defined, even though I would say that they're also on the left, but we'll put that aside. That's a discussion for another day. Who probably are also engaging in this same line of propaganda, but those those are fringe groups, and they're not really vocal, and they don't matter. The groups that do matter, the ones that are not only out in these rallies, and I've observed it here in Boston, as I said, and in places like Paris and and uh, Berlin and uh, other European capitals that are not Muslim or Arab, but are leftists, but also some of these uh, left-wing uh, pseudo-intellectuals, including some Jewish, or at least nominally Jewish, left-wing pseudo-intellectuals who are comparing Israel to Nazi Germany and who are using just the most vile kind of propaganda, accusing Israel of, of murdering innocent people. I mean, you know, using words like slaughter. Um, you know, I mean, I, I can mention a few names uh, of people that I've just heard, I've heard recently, those being Tom Hartman, the left-wing radio talk show host who referred to the missiles flying into Israel as firecrackers, very derisive. Oh, there's no threat. What is Israel worried about? And that Israel has um, created a prison camp out of Gaza. You know, there's no context there. There's no mention of the fact that Gaza has in, is engaging in a war of aggression, uh, that even even Charlie Rose brought this up to to Marshall in his interview that the Israelis handed Gaza over to the Palestinian Authority on a silver platter. There is no way around that. Even Marshall slowed down for a few seconds when um, Charlie Rose brought up that one hardball question that there was no occupation there. There was money flowing in from American businessmen and from people around the world. The area had been, which is a big demand of the Palestinians, stripped of all of its Jews. No Jew would be allowed to live there. It was ethnically cleansed, made Judenrein. And by the way, where are people who like to talk about ethnic cleansing? Hmm? It's because they don't view Israel as having any legitimate right to exist. Putting that aside, they turned over businesses to the Palestinians, including a very prosperous and growing organic farming industry, which apparently they were growing organic vegetables that had become very popular in, in around the Middle East. All of it turned over 
to the Palestinian Authority, which proceeded to completely destroy it, or at least mostly destroy it, and which had the opportunity to turn Gaza into a, a, a prosperous, sovereign member of the nations of the world. I mean, it could have become a responsible community of, of, of nations. Uh, it could have, all it had to do was respect Israel's borders and peace. And had they done that, and had they retained order in their country, and furthermore, had they actually invested some of their energies and monies rather than building terror tunnels into actually building up a, a prosperous nation, one that could have theoretically been like Hong Kong or like the French Riviera, and this is great beachfront property. This is not poor areas. This is in the middle of nowhere. Then if what they're interested in is getting more concessions from the Israelis, they would have been able to have gotten more of those concessions. Maybe not everything they wanted, but they would have been able to, they would have been in a position where they could have asked for those concessions on a moral high ground, and Israel would have been hard-pressed to offer them and give them. I don't think anyone denies that, and the Israelis would have probably wanted to have given them. We'll be right back. fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did, and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. Are you tired of having more month left over at the end of the money? Then you might want to consider a home-based business. On average, a home business household earns nearly twice as much money and you don't have to fight traffic. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home business system. Building a home business could help you get out of debt, improve your lifestyle, why, you might even be able to save some money for a change. For information, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. There are thousands of people all over the nation using the three-step plan to make money from home. Some are working for just a few extra dollars each month so they don't have to worry about money all the time. Others are building huge businesses that earn thousands upon thousands of dollars and are getting their share of the American dream. To find out how you could make more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, we are back. You're welcome to join Open Lines uh, this hour. Next hour, we'll have David Halper on Clinton, Inc. 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391.
I'm talking about the blood libel against the Jews, which is what we're looking at right now. What's going on is essentially a reworking and a repackaging of the old blood libel, which claimed that Jews murdered Christian babies or Muslim babies in order to bake bread. Um, that is being manifested in this lie that the Jews are somehow trying to kill innocent people. Um, and it is a lie that, as I said, coming from Hamas and even from the Palestinian Authority, it's understandable. It's not excusable, but it's understandable because there is a war going on and you get these sorts of charges in times of war. I mean, the American people and American propaganda portrayed you know, the Japanese in the ugliest possible terms during World War II, which may have been deserved. It may not have been deserved, but that's part of wartime propaganda. The problem is that it is being embraced by leftists and a couple of rightists, but mostly leftists, almost as a matter of routine. And not just people who are out on the street, you know, but left-wing uh, fellow radio talk show hosts. I mentioned Tom Hartman. I also would mention um, Michelangelo Signorile. I happen to be listening to him on Sunday night discuss the Israel conflict. And his he was a little, lot milder than, than Hartman, but nevertheless, he allowed such comments to, to go on his air, and he did not challenge them. This idea that the Jews are murdering innocent people. And uh, there was no, the, the, he wasn't standing up for, for this and, and showing his falseness. I feel reluctant to even, you know, I think that Jews, and including myself, we almost feel reluctant to even respond to such a thing because it's such a lie. You know, we just think, how could anyone believe that? So we don't. You know, we don't bring up the obvious, which is that, of course, Israel is not trying to kill any innocent person. In fact, the, the, the Israel has uh, the re Israel was reluctant to to go into Gaza for this very reason, and they go in with such care and and such you know trepidation because they want to avoid killing innocent people that a lot of the innocent people that have been killed in Gaza have either been killed because Hamas is firing genocidal rockets at Jews and that they're missing their mark and so they're hitting their own people, as was the case with Shifra Hospital. Or the Hamas is using their own people as shields, telling them to stay in certain areas that they know the Israelis are going to come in to try to take out missiles with the hope that they are killed, which, of course, then adds to this blood libel. They don't care about the lives of their own people. You know, they, they don't, you know, it's a culture of death. It's martyrdom. And the martyring is the fact that it's just another opportunity to make the blood libel claim. And, you know, it's it's obviously a lie, but and, and by the way, when I say this, of course, Israel's record is not perfect, in that there have been instances, I suppose, although I can't think of any offhand, 
where the Israelis did deliberately kill an innocent person. There's no question it happens. It's a war, and mistakes are made. I would point out that if and when it does happen, it is, number one, very, very rare, and number two, it is an exception. All right, we'll be right back. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. For taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the On Demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. For a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, and welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391. I'm talking about the blood libel against the Jewish people. That's what this is. Israel does not kill innocent people. 
if an innocent person is deliberately killed, I mean, in a war, innocent people are killed. Israel goes out of its way to prevent such deaths. That's why they go in carefully to Gaza. That's why they're reluctant to do this. That's why this is a last resort as a way to stop the missiles and the tunnels. The Israelis have no choice unless they want to allow missiles to continue to fly on Tel Aviv, or as Tom Hartman calls them, firecrackers, or if they want to have these tunnels go into uh, the state of Israel where they're there to uh, wreak havoc on, on the Jewish people. They have to. It's a, it, it's not only a matter of defense, but it's entirely consistent with international law and custom that any state, any sovereign state that is sane and that represents and and serves to, to protect the lives and the safety of its own sovereign people, which is why we develop sovereign states, any sovereign state would do the same, except Israel's record is excellent. They don't go out deliberately looking for action. You know, They go out and, and, and engage in defense. So the idea that such a, a blood libel would be allowed to stand unchallenged is not only a mistake in that it allows a lie to bounce around, and as uh, Mark Twain so aptly put it, a lie a lie has already flown halfway across the world before the truth even puts its shoes on. But more insidiously, if that lie is allowed to stand, then it metastasizes like a cancer if it's not challenged. It has to be challenged. It has to be met on the field of ideas. And uh, I would challenge people who consider themselves to be, quote, progressive to take a look at this situation and to think about not only what they're doing and how the effect, but what the effects of that might be. I don't think that they've looked at it. I think some of them are well-meaning. Others are not Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com, or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. 844 844-439-1391. 844-439-1391. And uh, I'm talking about the uh, the blood libel against the Jews, which is what this is. 
it is becoming perhaps one of the most troubling things about this war to me, besides the fact that it has to be waged and that it will cause not only the loss of innocent Jewish life and of, mili- of Jewish military men who are serving their country, but the, but the loss of innocent Palestinian life as well, is the fact that it's become acceptable, almost fashionable, for so-called progressives to engage in this blood libel against the Jews. I would ask them to take a good hard look in the mirror. You know, I could get into the fact that these same people were getting all goosey over Hitler and Stalin and um, Lenin and Fidel Castro and Mao Zedong and Ho Chi Minh and Ortega. Remember Danielle Ortega? Danielle, they would talk about. Nicaragua. All throughout the 80s. That's all we heard on left-wing radio. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. It's like starting up an, you know, it's like starting up the engine of your old jalopy in a cold snap in the middle of winter. Nicaragua. They loved him. Never mind the fact that he massacred the Mosquito Indians and did so. And that wasn't an accident. I mean, that wasn't to save lives. It was because they wanted to relocate them since they were viewed as disloyal to the great and glorious goose step forward that we call communism. Putting all that aside, the fact is that today, and again, we're talking about their progenitors here. Today, they are claiming a, a moral mantle. They're claiming a moral imprimatur when they engage in this blood libel against the Jews. That's all this is. That's what the whole boycott movement is about. It's a blood libel against the Jews, that the Jews are killing innocent people. That's what it comes down to at its core. It's also a a belief that Israel does not have a right to exist as a sovereign state, solving its own problems, developing its own um, relations with its own peoples. But that's a separate issue. We're here, ta- you know, we're here talking about a much more fun- a, a, a fundamental lie, which is that Israel somehow deliberately kills innocent people. I remember left-wing activist Norman Solomon saying on my program that Israel had murdered 50-odd babies, right? Now, was he putting this into some kind of context? I mean, we could say probably that the the American Allied forces in World War II, led by General Eisenhower, when they landed on the beaches of Normandy and began to press forward into France, that their actions probably also killed 50-odd 50, 50 babies. I mean, the late Howard Zinn, the left-wing commentator, Flew, flew as a pilot was a, was a bombardier over French cities in the final months of World War II, including the city of Bordeaux. Uh, did those bombs kill innocent babies? Probably. The fact is that by Norman Solomon not putting that into a context, I mean this wasn't a case where General Eisenhower is sitting in some control room with a pointer saying. You know, at a big map saying, let's see, let's find the babies. We should bomb here because we'll get more babies here than if we bomb there. It's just a, a, a horrendous byproduct of war. And it gets into the broader question of whether or not 
there is a just war. That That's another story. But to kind of throw that up to the state of Israel, they killed 50-odd babies. And when I asked Solomon for his source on that, that self-hating Jew, he said, oh, well, I've read certain websites that are published by Palestinian Arabs. So I guess that that's what he looks at. And this kind of infamous blood libel, as I said, it cannot stand unchallenged. We have to go out into the field of ideas and say no to this. No, Israel is not killing innocent people deliberately. Israel is trying not to do so. And in this particular war, it is Hamas that's responsible for the deaths of their own innocent people, not only because of the broad fact that they're engaging in a war of aggression against Israel, but in the more specific fact that they are literally hiding behind innocent men, women and children by putting their missiles into private homes and hospitals against international law and custom, by telling innocent people not to leave certain areas, they are ensuring their deaths. And in fact, they want people to die. They want them to die so they can use this blood libel against the Jews. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and five in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And Daniel Halper will be up with me in hour number two. His new book is um, Clinton, Inc. Check this out. It's uh, the audacious rebuilding of a political machine. Uh, In the meantime, you can check out my books, which are available, of course, on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just put my name in the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, and up they come. They include such titles as, and these are the three hard copies, or soft soft copies, I should say, The Nazi Connection to Islamic Terrorism, Adolf Hitler and Hajimin el-Husseini, A Whig Manifesto, A Short History of the Whig Movement with Modern Whig Party Perspectives, Barney Frank and the Law of Unintended Consequences, how the Frank Amendments helped terrorists get legal visas. And these following are my e-books on Amazon. These are full-length books. They are as follows. The Art and Science of American Money, How Our Money is Created and Why It Matters. On the Jewish Question, Karl Marx, Antisemitism and the War Against the West. 
The Socialist Bible, by the Communist Manifesto, is the world's second most important book. American Spring Manifesto, Manifesto of Operation American Spring. ACORN, The Takeover of America. American Testament, The Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution, Keys to America's Future. The Monkey Trial, Evolutionary Politics in the Post-Traditional Age. Bible Tabula Rasa, The Book of Genesis. Was Hitler a Leftist? The Counterfabians, Republicans in the Age of Obama. And finally, Islamo-Communism, the Communist Connection to Islamic Terrorism. All of these books are available on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. Just put my name on the server, Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, and up they come. They're, they range in price anywhere from 3 to 5 bucks. You can look at a couple of uh, pages for free. You can read the reviews, the synopsis. Anyway, we shall return in hour number two with Daniel Halper from uh, Clinton, Inc. You're listening to the American Free of the um, IRN US. Anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-818-5715. 5715. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800 818 5715. 800 818 5715. For a home comes with a lot of to do's fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen. Whatever your home improvement need, Home Advisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much. Chuck Moore speaks. Hour number two here at the Information Radio Network. 
844-439-1391 is the number if you'd like to join us. 844-439-1391. The program airs Monday through Friday, 10 till noon. Eastern Standard Time as I emanate from Boston, Massachusetts. The station emanates from Memphis, Tennessee. We are joined by Daniel Helper. He is uh, a uh, the online editor of the Weekly Standard. Daniel is the author of Clinton, Inc., a new book which is uh, describes the audacious rebuilding of a political machine. Daniel, thanks for joining me this afternoon. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, your book uh, documents the reemergence of a Clinton machine. I had no idea that the Clinton machine ever really went away, but uh, give us a little thumbnail sketch, if you will, uh, of your thesis. Absolutely. So the book starts in a, in a cloud of scandal and impeachment in which the Clintons found themselves in toward the end of the Clinton presidency. So I argue in the White House that that's a very low moment for both Bill and Hillary Clinton, uh, but less so for Hillary, who's able to use that moment to her advantage and to run for United States Senate from the great state of New York, a state of which she has absolutely no connection to whatsoever, but nonetheless decides that it would be a good launching spot for her own political career. It's got a good Democratic money base. It's a good uh, Democratic state, reliably Democratic state. Bill Clinton, of course, he leaves the White House. He is depressed. He is down in the dumps. He thinks sort of his life is over. He's accomplished all that he can. But at some point, he turns it around, and he decides to reemerge and to rehabilitate his own legacy, which was tarnished. Uh, you know, you can recall the uh, the pardon scandal at the end. Even on the last day, there was scandal right. in the Clinton White House. So he had decides to reemerge. He becomes friends, quickly becomes friends with a lot of Republicans, actually, and uh, tries to win them over systematically in preparation for a 2008 Hillary run. Uh, they don't realize that their problem is actually not with Republicans, but with Democrats. And Democrats were upset with them for not living up to all their potential in the White House and uh they lose because Democrats don't push them forward through the 2008 Democratic pro uh, primary process. And so they're left to rehabilitate themselves among Democrats, which they've been doing for the last uh, four to six years. Uh, and now they're threatening a return to the White House in 2016. So that's the basic sketch of the book. So obviously, I go into a lot more detail, uh, tell some funny anecdotes and stuff like that, and try to understand who the Clintons yeah. are, and, and at its best, try to understand who what American politics is and how it works. Well, you, we, we brought things up to the, the present, which is Hillary Clinton's emergence as the front-runner for the Democratic nominee. And I think that the game that she's playing, I mean, you, you obviously will have some insight on this, Daniel, is the game that was originally suggested to Clinton in the re-election of, of 1994, was it 90? Yeah, 94, uh, by uh, Dickie Morris. And that was the triangulation approach, which is to say, um, you know, play play a three-sided game. And I think that the three-sided game that Hillary is playing, and I've already seen some evidence of it based upon public comments, is that on the one hand, she's throwing Barack Obama under the bus, that she would not have done what he's done in health care, she would have had a better idea that she would be more, in a sense, more conservative in a way than Obama in many ways. And at the same time, she's going to vigorously attack anyone who comes up as an opponent 
as being extremely right wing and um, and therefore incapable of and unworthy of governing. Uh, what I do you think, think of that? Basically right. I think that's basically right. Although I would argue, and I do in the book, that it's more of a ballet she has going on with Barack Obama, because on the one hand. She knows that the Democrat, she needs the Democratic base. She needs the Democratic uh, president who's currently in office. She can't afford to isolate him. She needs him. And likewise, he needs her. So it's more of a mutually beneficial relationship where they, where each of them benefit, uh, to a certain degree. And I don't think that they're quite throw, she's quite ready to throw Obama under the bus. I think she, she thinks there's still a lot more that she can get from him at this point in the process, though. You know, if the time comes, the time comes. Things might change. Well, I think that that they're assuming, and and you know, the Clintons are brilliant strategists, if if anything else, um, th- that the uh, the Democrats will have nowhere else to go. You know, they take it for granted that they're going to vote for Hill because if she wins, because after all, the alternative is going to be, you know, some right wing troglodyte is going to put. Uh, Put people back into uh, you know slavery or who knows whatever they come up with the, uh, that time, and so uh, you know they kind of I think that they just simply take them for granted and the only possible problem that might emerge is if someone from the left comes up and challenges her uh, in the primary. Right, and that's why she can't afford to get rid of President Obama. She needs him because she needs to get through this primary. Look, there's a lot of Democratic candidates, especially after Hillary's disastrous book tour who are probably rightly looking at Hillary and saying, you know what, she's obviously the strongest, but she's not inevitable. She was inevitable before, and she lost. She can lose again. She can be beaten. And, you know, there's got to be a calculus by Liz Warren, the Democratic senator from Massachusetts, even Deval Patrick, Democratic governor of Massachusetts. Certainly oh Mark O'Malley plans to run from Maryland. And uh, I, Joe Biden plans to run as well. I mean, don't kid yourself. These are These are strong Democrats. They might not look as strong but you know polling this early doesn't really mean that anything i just asked president rudy giuliani or president gary hart you know so polling this early doesn't mean as much as people want it to mean uh and people will it to mean because people still have to vote and people still have to run campaigns and people still have to get out there and look the dirty secret about hillary clinton is that she's not a very good campaigner you know she's not a very good politician. she's not her husband and that's that's a problem i mean that, you know, it, it, perhaps she can overcome it, but it's crazy not to think of it as a problem, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Clinton, Bill Clinton was one of the best when it came to knowing how to work a room. I mean, he could, he was absolutely amazing as as a charismatic figure. I remember seeing him on the night before the election of 1992 at an event. I saw it on TV. I didn't see it in person, but you could see that. I mean, he was so good that you know, it was, he just would suck you in. I mean, it was amazing. I don't think there's anyone quite like that. And Hillary Clinton does not in any way, anywhere near have that kind of charm at all. In fact, she's, she's very lackluster and mediocre, um, as, as a public performer. And a lot of this stuff is, is a performance. The other thing that Hillary seems to be having a problem with, and, and she's kind of stepped in it herself, is that she's perceived as a wealthy elitist. Um, who um, has made a few bucks on the way and who is not, um, therefore, she's having trouble casting herself in the image that Democrats like to pretend they're in, which is, um, you know, one of the people, so to speak. Well, listen, this is a woman who's had Secret Service details since 1992, 
and she's lived in the bubble for 25 years. I mean, it's unavoidable because because of the her circumstances of her life, but at the same time, it does have consequences. She is not in touch with regular people. She doesn't associate with regular people. Her friends, she, according you know, she finds that uh, according to her friends, you know, in their own wealth, that she is dead broke. So uh, this is this is a little more complex, you know. She she has found herself in this bubble, and she's got trying to find a way to pop it. But it's not really possible, you know. You can't really get rid of your your Secret Service detail, especially if as you ramp up a presidential run, rather than try to sink. You know, she's not trying to slink away necessarily. So it, these are really real conundrums, which I try to outline in the book, and which I think she's got to somehow overcome in order if she wants to be the next president. Okay, my guest is Daniel Halper. The book is Clinton Inc. Um, and uh, it's a great review in the Wall Street Journal. Um, really quite timely. He's uh, the online editor of the Weekly Standard. Uh, Daniel, I think that uh, Hillary really stepped in it when she made comments about being poor, which is absurd and which made her a laughing stock. But yet, this is one of those issues that Democrats usually are able to overcome. Um, I mean, you know, because it's ignored. I mean, the, an obvious example is Elizabeth Warren who made $11 million in 2011, according to her tax returns, and who uh, was shaking down big, you know, corporations, the, the the millionaires and the billionaires, like Dow Chemical, getting six-figure checks in order to screw women with toxic shock syndrome, this being the great hero of women, and, and other corporate relationships. She's a corrupt corporate hack, as is Hillary. And yet, Democrats usually overlook that when somebody mouths a couple of liberal platitudes. Hillary doesn't seem to be having that same kind of Teflon protection that somebody like an Elizabeth Warren has, who is a complete and utter hypocrite, and that nobody wants to pay attention to that because she throws out a few, you know, bouquets to the left. Well, look, it's something that she'll have to overcome in 2016. I think we both can agree on that. Uh, we'll see whether she can or, yeah. or whether she she can't. But I really uh, appreciate you having me on to discuss this, and uh, hopefully, we can talk again sometime soon. Absolutely. Uh, Daniel, where is your book available? It's available on Amazon and bookstores everywhere. Clinton, Inc., The Audacious Rebuilding of a Political Machine. All right. Thanks so much, uh, Daniel Halper. He is the author, again, of Clinton, Inc., and um, I recommend the book highly. I mean, I didn't get a copy, but it's. Uh, I'm looking forward to reading it. It's, it looks like a good summer read. And uh, Daniel is the... Um, online editor over at the Weekly Standard. Um, the article uh, there, Obama, you don't get to pick which rules you play by. I would like to hear a little bit more. I don't know if Daniel's book covers this. Perhaps it does. But just some of the enormous corruption that the Clintons have always been seeped in, up to their necks in, and yet they get away with it. They get away with it because left-wingers do get away with it. In fact, my left wing, my own left wing relative once said to me, I said, I said, you know, do, what do you think of the fact that Bill Clinton, this was actually, I don't know, a year or so ago, that he's getting $350,000 to give a speech that lasts maybe 20 minutes. <clears throat> they, they meet him at the airport. He, they pay for his plane ticket, first class. He's met at the airport by a limousine, which takes him to a $10,000 a night hotel. He's then 
catered into the, the hall where he gives a 20-minute speech, has a sumptuous dinner, goes back to the hotel doing who knows what, spends another night, probably another ten grand, gets back, you know, gets the limousine to take him back to his first-class plane, and then he flies to his next deal. Um, a hell of a lot of uh, benefits for not a lot of heavy lifting. And my left-wing relative, his answer to that was very revealing. His answer to that was, well, Bill Clinton deserves that because, after all, he's been on the right side of things. He has championed the right causes. And uh, isn't that the classic leftist view? You know, you could take a look, for example, at and putting aside the fact that the top one percenters the millionaires and the billionaires are overwhelmingly on the left. Putting that aside, we could take a look at the historic examples of left-wing dictators, communist dictators, and other socialist dictators like Hitler, and look at their lifestyles, shall we? We'll be right back. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 4 432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days. Call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, 
All you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-818-5715. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call term provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-818-5715. 800-818-5715. Did you know that just by losing 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and it burns fat like a blowtorch. I've introduced this to some of my friends, and within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and uh, we are back here at the Information Radio Network, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. Um, I was just uh, going on about um, left-wing leaders and their, their opulent lifestyles. So it made me think of Clinton and, um, and how my friend said to me, my relative, that Clinton deserved to, uh, to get those benefits because he's on the right side of history, after all. And uh, as I said, putting aside the fact that the top one percenters that the Occupy Wall Street movement discussed, uh, that these people are overwhelmingly people on the left and on the liberal-leaning side of things. The um, If you take a look at leftist leaders in history, uh, whether they be the communist leaders I, I, that I mentioned or Hitler, or, or Mussolini, or any of the other socialistic, uh, you know, change agents who uh, ran countries in the ni- in the twentieth century and today. You see, people who live a wealthy, opulent lifestyle that would be the envy of most American business people, most CEOs, most uh, American industrialists. I mean, Castro lives a lifestyle that is unbelievably wealthy. He's probably one of the richest men in the world. A good example of that's Yasser Arafat, the, the communist head of the PLO, trained in, in Moscow. Every Soviet leader, from Lenin right up through Gorbachev, all of those Eastern Bloc communist leaders, Mao Zedong, apparently Ho Chi Minh of, uh, of, of Vietnam lived a very opulent lifestyle. Uh, we, we, could, we certainly know that this is the case with the North Korean leader, um, I mean, when Ho Chi Minh invited um, Hanoi Jane Fonda to Hanoi to, you know, hold a gun turret up to American airplanes and um, and give a an, a viciously anti-American speech to POWs, including John McCain, they had her up at five-star hotels. You know, these people don't skimp. 
And uh, they kind of do it by use of a certain fig leaf, which is that they technically don't own anything. After all, all of the capital in the country had been expropriated, as they say, from the creators of capital when the country went communist. And all of the goodies in the country, all the, the, the things that are worth anything, are owned by the state. There is no private property. So the state then provides the leaders and their good friends with all of these perks and all of these plush benefits because they're heroes of the people, you see. They're doing the bidding of the great and glorious revolution. They are goose-stepping into that sunlit future when someday all of mankind will be turned into a one gigantic ant colony. Everybody will be free of such bourgeois affectations of the burdens of such things as property and love and, uh, and marriage and, uh, and religion and, and uh, separate, you know, identity, the right to trade, goods and services, free trade. All of those affectations, all of those false consciousness, as Marx called them, created by the bourgeoisie to oppress people. And that, by the way, is the central conspiracy theory of the entire left, one that they have internalized, but yet one that underlies their entire structure of belief. That these great champions of this cause, why, that's the least we can do, give them these great and opulent lifestyles. And if you notice... This is what the Clintons were all about. The Clintons had their hand in the till from the day they started. They never worked. I mean, Bill Clinton, when he became Attorney General of Arkansas, and he started running for office immediately after graduating college, um, he, uh, you know, the minute he got into office, Hillary was uh, got a job at the Rose Law Firm, and she was given advances as he advanced once he became governor. She then became a partner. By the way, the same thing could be said of Michelle Obama. And she ended up going on the board of directors of all the major corporations that did business in their state, such as Walmart, of all places, right? And she got big fat checks from each one of those. Uh, she'd go to meetings maybe a couple of weeks out of the year. And it was pretty pretty light lifting, and she'd get a nice check for that. Then, of course, they could do things like the Whitewater scam, which the Clintons were famous for, and that being a, a scam which they were able to step just one little step ahead of the law. Yeah, they didn't do anything actually illegally because the Clintons are very sharp lawyers. They know how to watch out for themselves first. It's just typical. Okay, we'll be right back. by losing 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. 
ilikehowilook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and it burns fat like a blowtorch. I've introduced this to some of my friends, and within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be seeing I Like How I Look. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-818-5715. 5715. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800 818 5715. 800 818 5715. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and I happen to notice that the um, the Drudge Report has a uh, a big headline about uh, tunnels into Israel, uh, and the article uh, the the link goes to the New York Times of all places, uh, which uh, I think is encouraging. I mean, maybe the New York Times is actually finding a few shreds of um, pro-Israel um, aspect. I don't know, but uh, the article has a big picture of a tunnel with an Israeli soldier walking through it. And this is not just some little tunnel. I mean, it's it's huge, and it's uh, completely inlaid with concrete. How they got the concrete is an interesting question. I understand that um, there were protests maybe about a year ago about how the cruel the Israelis were for not allowing shipments of concrete to go into Gaza. Well, now we know why they needed such concrete. Anyway, the article, uh, well, I'll read a little of it. This is near the Israel-Gaza border. Uh, let's see. The reporter is um, Judy Rutteran. The curved concrete top of the tunnel grazes the dark brown buzz cut of Lieutenant Colonel Oshik Azuli, putting it five feet and seven inches above the sand floor. The walls are about 30 inches apart, wide enough for two people to squeeze past each other, unless both are in body armor. It is cool in the tunnel, 46 feet under, and dark, of course. Cell phones do not work. Colonel Azuli, deputy commander of the Israeli military southern Gaza division, said this tunnel stretched eight-tenths of a mile into Israel next to a field filled with watermelon, ripe but unpicked because of the war. It ended about 600 yards from Kibbutz Ein Hashlosha, a rural enclave of 325 but was unfinished, unlike the tunnels used to infiltrate Israel from Gaza in recent days. This one still had electric lines along the wall and carriage tracks used to ferry out dirt. Destroying such tunnels was the stated goal of Israel's ground invasion of Gaza, which began July 17th. 
But 11 days into the mission and after Israeli officials say they have found 31 tunnels and destroyed 15, Palestinian militants again penetrated underground into Israel on Monday evening and confronted soldiers in a staging area. Multiple soldiers were killed, a senior military official said, as was at least one of the men from Gaza. We will not complete the operation without neutralizing the tunnels, the sole purpose of which is the destruction of our civilians and the killing of our children, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel declared in a televised address afterward. It cannot be that the citizens of the State of Israel will live under the deadly threats of missiles and infiltration through tunnels, death from above and death from below. Tunnels have lurked in the dark spaces of Israeli imagination at least since 2006, when Hamas, the militant Islamic movement that dominates Gaza, used one to abduct an Israeli soldier. For more than the rocket barrages, far more than the rocket barrages that have sent Israelis scrambling for shelter throughout the bloody 21-day battle, the tunnel attacks, Mondays was the sixth of the current conflict, have shaken the collective psyche and stiffened resolve to continue or even expand the fight. In cafes and playgrounds, on social media sites, and in the privacy of pillow talk, Israelis exchange nightmare scenarios that are the stuff of action movies, armed enemies popping up under a daycare center or dining room, spraying a crowd with machine gun fire or maybe some chemical, exploding a suicide belt or snatching captives and ducking back into the dirt. It takes us a little bit of our childhood fairy tales of demons, says Eyal Brandeis, 50, a political scientist who lives on Kibbutz Sufa, a mile from where 13 militants emerged from a tunnel at dawn, July 17th. It's a very pastoral environment I live in, the quiet, the green grass, the trees. It's not a pleasant thought that you sit one day on the patio drinking coffee with your wife and a bunch of terrorists will rise up from the ground. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse, is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show, Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on-demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, 
eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. ...with a pretty good idea on how you can earn extra money in your spare time, and while you're doing it, help provide food for starving children. You heard me. Now you can earn money for your family and provide meals for hungry children all at the same time. Why don't you check out usagoodness.com? Get more information on starting a new home business. You'll feel great earning extra money to help the family budget, but you'll feel even better knowing that your work is actually saving lives. Go to usagoodness.com or call toll-free 800-301-6177. Again, 800-301-6177. You can earn some extra money for your family while helping other families in dire need of food and provision. 800-301-6177 or usagoodness.com and you can tell them Pat Boone gave you the number. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much and I'm reading a report from the New York Times. Judy Ruderen, who is uh, there, uh, files the report, Tunnels Lead Right to the Heart of Israeli Fears. I think it's a pretty powerful story. Um, The, um, you know, this, it gets into the, um, in a sense, the psychology of it. An Israeli military spokesman said that in the tunnels uncovered so far, soldiers have found more than 70 side shafts. Inside the Ein Hashlosha tunnel, they picked up potato chip bags dated as late as February. Elsewhere, there were dates, water and crackers, rocket-propelled grenades, and automatic rifles, small rooms for sleeping or hiding, a kidnapping kit of tranquilizers and plastic handcuffs, Israeli army uniforms, and a Bosch drill used for digging tunnels that Colonel Azulai described as a very good one. It's like a subway under Gaza, he said. Israeli experts said each tunnel would take up to a year and cost up to $2 million to build, involving dozens of diggers working by hand and with small electric tools. The military has known about the tunnels since at least 2003 and had a task force studying them for a year, but was nonetheless stunned at the sophisticated network they found. Intelligence officers tracked the tunnels by watching for piles of dirt and men disappearing into buildings for days, as well as through communications equipment used underground, according to several Army veterans. But radar designed to detect oil or gas far deeper underground, they said, has often failed to find the tunnels, which which burrow through mixed soil closer to the surface than technology has not yet been able to detect. Hmm. Most of the tools, the physical tools, don't work on this level of the ground. The, phys- the physics is very limited, 
explained Brigadier General Shimon Daniel, who commanded Israel's Combat Engineering Corps from 2003 to 2007 and has since retired. This is the paradox. It's not easier. It's more difficult. Israeli political and military leaders mention the tunnel threat nearly every time they speak and have gained widespread international support for eliminating them. We'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse Speaks Thank you very much and on, onward and upward through this article. Israeli political and military leaders mention the tunnel threat nearly every time they speak and have gained widespread international support for eliminating them. The military in recent days has distributed photographs of tunnels that troops uncovered and videos of them placing explosives inside and blowing some up. As part of the propaganda push, the military has also invited a few journalists underground for a tour. Colonel Azulai, age 36, led the way down a huge sand-walled crater that Israel dug to get access to the East Hashlosha tunnel and crouched inside. It was perfectly straight. Concrete blocks stood neatly side by side, topped by curved ones. Along one wall ran an iron bar supporting electric cables, including one added by the Israelis. At one point, a few blocks of concrete were missing, rough natural rock in their place. At another, a crushed, dirty water bottle was stuck in the bar. There were a few splashes of green paint. Israeli officials have said that the goals of the Gaza invasion include finding and destroying tunnels that have been used by Palestinian militants to cross into Israel. The map shows areas where Israeli officials have said there has been tunnel activity, and it shows a map, a close-up of the uh, the Gaza Strip border um, with en, en Hashlosha. These are towns that are well into Israel and uh, where, where, where uh, tunnels were discovered. It's very simple, but very professional, Colonel Atzulah said of the tunnel which he said ran nine-tenths of a mile into Gaza, ending at Khan Yunus, one of the focal points of the Israeli assault. We don't have a base of soldiers close to here, he noted. If they want to attack our soldiers, it's okay for us to be in battle, but they want to use these tunnels to attack women and children. 
Stirot, the Israeli town of 24,000 near Gaza's northeast corner, has become a symbol worldwide after being battered by rockets from Gaza for 13 years. But it is the kibbutzim scattered along Gaza's eastern edge that are most threatened by the tunnels. We were feeling pretty safe before, says Ma'ayan Barkai, 34, director of Kibbutz Be'iri, where one tunnel was found over the weekend. We knew what to do with the missiles. The tunnels, it's game-changing. We can't do anything if the terrorists will come to our kindergarten. The tunnels, it's very surprising. It can hit you. Don't you know, you don't know where. The landscape between the kibbutzim is now dotted with makeshift military camps. Acres of dead sunflowers line the roads. Who would harvest them in the midst of such hostilities? There were black scars where rockets hit, flattened fields where tanks rolled in or out. Bus stops and gas station cafes are filled with dark green uniforms, but civilians are scarce. Parking lots have sprouted outside each kibbutz as reservists mass for entry into Gaza. Their hatchbacks with toddler seats gather in dust of days. Soldiers sleep under trees and sneak into empty houses to shower. Dorit Darom, 58, is one of the few dozen of Kibbutz Kisufim's 200 residents who stayed. She reads, watches TV, cooks and cleans. Her place is tiny. It only takes two seconds to run to the safe room, she said. And the authorities say she has 15 seconds to do so from the time the siren sounds. On Sunday, she served coffee to three busloads of soldiers, borrowing grounds from a neighbor when she ran out. I was born in a war and jokingly say I'll probably die in a war. So why to leave? Mr. Rome said, referring to Israel's 1956 confrontation with Egypt over the Suez Canal, they're searching for the tunnels, they're bombing the tunnels every day, so why should I be scared? Classic Israeli view, I must say. It's just sad to me that the state of Israel, after all this time, Eretz Israel, the land of you know that, that God showed us as a Jewish people, has to endure this kind of Jew hatred where they have enemies who want to kill Jewish men, women, and children. And the thing that, that is particularly galling, as I've said earlier in the program, is that this atrocity propaganda, the, the blood libel, is something that is being embraced by leftists around the world. That's a disgrace. We have to call them out on that. Perhaps there even are a few well-meaning ones who might be willing to think about it, might be willing to discuss it. I tend to doubt it, but I'm going to do my part. I'm going to, I mean, right after this program, I'm going to put together my media kit and send it to some of these people and ask them if they'd be willing to discuss this issue with me on the air or at least discuss it uh, themselves or at least think about it. Um, it's a real issue. And it's one that is, is like a cancer. Anyway, we'll be back. While Bill Clinton, George Bush, and Barack Obama have been in Washington trying to legislate an economy, I've been all over America working to improve the economy one family at a time with the three-step plan home business system. 
Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. Thousands of enterprising Americans have changed their own financial futures by starting a business from their kitchen table. Most began part-time using their personal computers, telephones, and a belief in the American dream to carve out a stable business in a stormy business climate. They are housewives, truck drivers, downsized executives, health professionals, and even a lawyer or two. You could earn extra money or even replace your job. Technology advances have made this simpler and more efficient. So don't wait another 10 years. Check out the three-step plan. Go to 3stepusa.com. That's 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and I want to thank you all for listening this afternoon. I want to thank Daniel Halper for joining me. Clinton Inc. is the name of the book. Check it out on uh, the, on Amazon or Amazon Kindle. And while you're over there, check out my books. Uh, Amazon, put my name in the server at Amazon or Amazon Kindle. That being Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, and you will see a whole long list of books come up, and they are as follows. There are three soft covers. They are The Nazi Connection to Islamic Terrorism, Adolf Hitler and Hajamin al-Husseini, published by WND Books. A Whig Manifesto, A Short History of the Whig Movement with Modern Whig Party Perspectives, published by Trine Day Books. And Barney Frank and the Law of Unintended Consequences, How the Frank Amendment Helped Terrorists Get Legal Visas, published by iUniverse. And then there are my e-books. These are all full-length books. They range anywhere from from 40 to to 90,000 words. Some of them may be a 30. And uh, you can read a few pages for free. You can take a look at uh, reviews and synopsises. They are as follows. The Art and Science of American Money. How Our Money is Created and Why It Matters. On the Jewish Question. Karl Marx, Anti-Semitism and the War Against the West. The Socialist Bible, Why the Communist Manifesto is the World's Second Most Important Book. American Spring Manifesto, The Manifesto of Operation American Spring. Acorn, The Takeover of America. American Testament, The Declaration of Independence and the U.S. Constitution, Keys to America's Future. The Monkey Trial, Evolutionary Politics in the Post-Traditional Age. Bible Tabula Rasa, The Book of Genesis. Was Hitler a Leftist? The Count of Fabians, Republicans in the Age of Obama. And finally, Islamo-Communism, The Communist Connection to Islamic Terrorism. All of these books are available on Amazon. Just put my name in the server. Chuck Morse, M-O-R-S-E, and you can check them out. I believe that uh, they range anywhere from two to five bucks, but you can look at a lot of it for free. I shall return, God willing, tomorrow at the usual time here with the Information Radio Network. Have a good day, everybody. And if you're
you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just giving me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, 800-469-7591.